Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Tuesday, September 20th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topics in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Isabel Danzis. And I'm Maya Sargent. Here's What's What in the City. Mayor Adams has approved a new internet program for NYCHA residents. Big Apple Connect is one of the largest internet programs in the country. It will improve services for over 300,000 New Yorkers by 2023. Adams had a press conference last night to unveil this program. A 21st century city like New York deserves a 21st century infrastructure. And the reality is that that infrastructure has often passed NYCHA residents. The package includes a free basic bundle, including internet and cable TV. New Yorkers' wallets are going to take a hit this winter. Energy bills will reach new heights in New York City, as it's predicted to be one of the coldest winters yet. Electricity prices will increase by 22%, taking an average monthly bill from $95 to $116. And gas bills will jump by 32% too. An increase like this could have a real impact on New Yorkers who rely on heat and gas to stay warm during the cold winter months. Back to Mayor Eric Adams, he has scrapped the COVID-19 vaccine mandate for private businesses. Think like restaurants and retail stores. Student athletes are also no longer required to be vaccinated. The requirement will remain in place for federal employees. Despite lifting the mandate, Adams announced that his administration will be starting a new digital and print campaign to encourage New Yorkers to continue to get vaccinated. In other vaccine-related news... President Biden announced on 60 Minutes that the pandemic is over in the United States. This announcement took the medical community by surprise, as the U.S. is still seeing deaths from the virus. Despite Biden's announcement, he is still urging people to get vaccinated and boosted. COVID-19 is also still classified as a pandemic and a global health emergency. And it was a sad night for Dear Evan Hansen, as castmates took their final bow. After nearly 1,700 shows and performing for over a million people since its debut in November 2016, fans must say goodbye to what has quickly become a musical cult classic. You can still catch the show around the country on its North American tour. This month is National Hispanic Heritage Month, and as WFUV's Leah Mallory reports, there are several events happening across the five boroughs to recognize the contributions of the Hispanic community in New York. For the next month, whether you're Hispanic or not, Everyone is invited to explore and embrace Hispanic culture. There are 28 things to see and do, including exhibitions, performances, and parades. Adriana Arzabal is with Organizers NYC and Company. She says this year's newest event will really get people moving. We have an event named Latinos Run that are celebrating the Hispanic Heritage Month. This event is going to run until October 17. You don't have to be a, a, a runner to participate in this 5K run. She says there are two and a half million Latinos living in NYC and that the diversity of Hispanic culture should be celebrated. I'm Leah Mallory, WFUV News. Krispy Kreme opened up its first location on Saturn Island today. Joining the 366 locations in the U.S., the day will be filled with prizes and celebrations for all donut lovers. Let's head on over now to the world of sports with WFUV's Taylor Maceda. Thanks, Isabel. The most exciting team to watch this college football season isn't an SEC or Big Ten powerhouse. It's not even a Power 5 school. It's Appalachian State, a school in the Sun Belt Conference nestled away in the mountains of Boone, North Carolina. 
We're only three games into the college football season, and the Mountaineers have pulled off three of the most exciting games of the year. First, they played UNC in early September. The team trailed over 20 points heading into the fourth quarter, but suddenly the Mountaineers scored 40 points to attempt a comeback. While they did end up failing to take down the Tar Heels, their performance turned a lot of heads. The following week, they headed to College Station to take on the Texas A&M Aggies, who were ranked number six in the country. They were not supposed to win, but App State was not phased and took down the SEC powerhouse on their home turf, 17-14. And as if things couldn't get any crazier, this past weekend proved that it could. With two seconds left in their game against Troy University, App State was losing by two points. With one play left in the game, I'll let their radio announcer speak for themselves. Throws high into the air. It's up for grabs. It is juggled. They closed the game with a Hail Mary and a 32-28 score. The Mountaineers continued their miracle season against JMU this weekend. I'm Taylor Massetta, WFUV Sports. Thanks, Taylor. But that's not all Taylor has for us today. There's a little slice of Italy found in the Bronx on Arthur Ave. Ferragosto, an annual festival that the community hosts every year, is no exception. WFUV's Taylor Massetta stopped by the festival to see what it's all about. Welcome to Ferragosto. It's a festival that dates all the way back to 18 BC, when the ancient Romans would celebrate the end of the harvest season. Today, Arthur Avenue, the home of Little Italy in the Bronx, offers its own spin on the festival, traditionally the weekend after Labor Day. As you make your way through the crowds, you just feel a sense of community. Tents serving every type of food you can think of line the streets as cigar smoke floats through the air. People mingle with each other as they feast on zeppelis, penne vodka, slices of pizza, and glasses of sangria. Peter Madonia is the chairman of the Belmont Business Improvement District. He also owns Madonia Bakery, a mainstay on Arthur Avenue. He says that Ferragosto gives the local businesses a chance to share their craft. We are a 100-year-old neighborhood. There are multiple businesses that are 100 years old plus, including my own. Same families still participating in those businesses. So I think um, it's just organically quite authentic. Madonia says that this brings people from all walks of life together for a day. The people who own businesses there coming out and really giving back to the people who have lived there, who have grown up there, who come back there, our customers, um, new people who want to learn about us. It's really more about that than it is about events, right? For Mark Varali, Fedagosto is a personal homecoming. Generations of his family have called Arthur Ave home, having first arrived back in 1912. It's the neighborhood I came from. At one point uh, where they were setting up the band, I was performing literally 20 feet from where my father was born. Virali is the drummer for the band Rocksteady, who's performed at Fredagosto for the past eight years. They always make the most of the special day. In the morning, I'll meet with the rest of the band members and we'll go over to Tino's and we'll have breakfast. And then we'll go to Title Brothers and Joe's and we'll buy a little something from there. We go and buy Adios bread and then the sausage and peppers. How do you not love a good sausage and pepper here, all right? However, there's one thing about Ferragosto that stands out for Virali. Between the food, the entertainment, 
the camaraderie. It's unbelievable that I can see folks that I haven't spoke to in 10 years, and we can see each other there because that's where we, we all go back. Even though Ferragosto marks the end of the summer season, the culture and community of Arbor Avenue remains. I'm Taylor Masada, WFUV News. That was WFUV's Taylor Masetta having some fun at Arthur Rouse Ferragosto. And that's our show for today. I'm Maya Sargent. And I'm Isabel Danzis. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.